Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. T-Bone just spent the entire last segment on hold for a hotel instead of, you know, texting Mark Spector our number. So we do have Mark Spector back on the line. Very kind of him uh, to join us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, sorry about all of that time, Mark. Thank you so much for hopping on again. So we'll go back to it. Uh, 90 more seconds yeah. here for you. Uh, what makes a successful rebuild in the NHL in your mind, Mark? Well, like I say, they all start the same. Like the one uniformity of rebuilds is you clear out all your veteran guys that are worth something. You get a bunch of draft picks and you draft with those picks, which is a crapshoot. And you try to forge this core, like the one Ottawa has, or, you know, they got about six guys, or maybe Bedard is in Chicago. They don't have as many guys yet. Uh, you know, Anaheim's got three or four guys. You get a core of young guys and that's where it starts. How long it takes to surround that core with the right guys, that's a whole other story, man. Well, and in your piece, Mark, you talked about making sure that you clicked on the top players, the, 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 the core pieces to lead you out of the retool or this rebuild. And when you look at the Blues, we were questioning it at the beginning of the season, but now seeing Thomas's play, Pareko's play, Bennington's play, do the Blues have that core to lead them out of this? Well, I think so. I think so. Thomas, those are all good players, right? How old's Pareko now? 30, 30 years old, I believe. I think 31, 31? if I'm not mistaken. But right in that range. Yeah, 31. So he qualifies as a guy that can help the young core. But I think I'm going to say to you that if, if the Blues were actually going to start a real rebuild here, and I, I don't see what they're doing as a classic, like what Chicago did, where you tear it all down yeah. and start again. I don't see that in St. Louis. If they were going to do that, I would suggest to you that Pareko, he's such a good player and a valuable piece, he'd be one of the guys that would go out for some young you know, stud or some draft pick, I would think, wouldn't he? Yeah, uh, probably, and that's something that there were talks about last year at the deadline of whether or not the whether or not the Blues would actually consider moving a guy like Colton Pareko. But uh, then they came out and said, like, hey, if we trade Colton Pareko, we immediately turn around and look for the next version of Colton Pareko, a guy that can play those top minutes, ends up taking away time and space, and it's difficult to find that guy. So they have him on the roster. They wanted to keep him here. Their next big decision in that respect, Mark, is going to be with Pavel Buchnevich, who's 28 years old right now has been a fantastic penalty killer for the Blues as a consistent 25 to 30 goal scorer for them but next year's the final year of his deal and if they view as we talked to Doug Armstrong yesterday this is like a three-year retool window they're gonna have to make a decision on if Booch is going to be a guy that is at the end of that window with them in your mind when you look at teams that have gone through this successfully 
Do you think they typically would re-sign a guy like Buchnevich to a long-term, multi-year, big-money extension? Well, big money, I mean, I guess I'm going to ask you how big of money. There's a couple things here. St. Louis isn't in a cap crunch, and I don't think they're ever going to be in a cap crunch. They tend to be a budget team. So they have their own cap crunch that the owner tells them, this is how much you get to spend. Uh, a guy like Puchnevich is, at this point, what did we say, he's 28, mm-hmm. right? So he's, well, he'll be 29 when the season's over here. So, you know, he's, uh, I mean, what's he, I'm looking at the standings, he's got 29 points in 36 games. So I guess it, I'm asking you how much of a... Uh, My guess is probably you know, 8 million the, a year. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, if <laughs> you think you want to sign a guy for, like, I guess you got to figure out what you're doing, you guys. I'm thinking of the teams that have done these, what they call retools, and they don't rebuild. And out west here, there are teams like Vancouver. Like, they spent 10 years retooling. It's finally clicked this year. But they spent 10 years not rebuilding, right? Not rebuilding, but just trying to retool on the fly. All of a sudden this year, out of the blue, they have a hell of a team, and it's working. But it's been a decade. The Calgary Flames are that team, guys. They have not traded away big names and rebuilt. When they were losing Kachuk, they brought in Huberdeau. When they were losing Goodrow, you know, they made a... They let him go, but they brought in a bunch of other guys that are older, too. So I'm asking you in St. Louis, like, you can do a retool, and then, yeah, you keep Butch because you need him. You keep Pareko because you need him. Or you can do a rebuild, and then neither of those guys are staying on your rebuild. So with that being said, Mark, like, is there... Is there such thing in the NHL as a retool? Because the more we hear it, it sounds like it's either rebuild or you're good. Well, it's a good question. I look at all the teams that win cups, and it wasn't that many years in the rearview mirror when they weren't very good. You know, uh, sure, St. Louis was a one-off. They did win a cup, and, and God bless them for it. But shortly thereafter, they've been a team that's not really so seriously contending for the cup. You know, I look at the Pittsburghs. They were terrible, then they had a dynasty, or a small dynasty. I look at the Detroits back in the Kenny Holland days. They were like that. Chicago Blackhawks were brutal when they got Taves and Kane, and then they won three cups. The LA Kings won two cups. About six, seven years before that, they sure weren't very good. They were young and not that competitive. So, you know, to me... In in a cap world here, I think you got to go through the pain of a rebuild. To get, now, there's no guarantee. The Edmonton Oilers has been rebuilding for like ten years, <laughs> and they have a really good team now. They got a really good team. It's a good team, but it hasn't won jack, right? They haven't won a thing. The Toronto Maple Leafs have rebuilt and built an excellent regular season team. They are such a good regular season team. They've won one playoff round in fifteen years, so that ain't working so well either. So. These are the perils, right? This is the peril. We're talking to Mark Spector of Sportsnet. You can uh, check him out on Twitter, at Sportsnet Spec. Uh, Mark, if, they, if the Blues decided to get really interesting and decided to try to kind of fortify this roster earlier than anticipated, one way that they could do so is by making a move at the trade deadline. You guys just put out uh, your trade speculation piece over on Sportsnet. If they were to look to the defenseman market, because I think that's probably where they're the weakest right now, is that defenseman on the left side next to Colton Pareko. Is this a very good trade market, in your opinion, for defensemen, or or is this a year to kind of stay out of that? Well, I mean, the problem with the trade market is you're usually getting guys that are older, 
And when you're trading at the deadline, you're trading for right now. Right. So, uh, you know what? It's a little early before the trade deadline. I'm not exactly sure who's out there, but I do know this. There's a lot of guys like we got Adam Boquist there. How much is he going to help you? I'm not so sure. We got guys like uh, Mario Ferrero. You know, he's a good, strong, young player out of San Jose. I'm, I'm here to tell you, I don't know. Do you think that the St. Louis Blues are a couple of moves away from having a Stanley Cup contender? If they trade in for two players, are they going to get through Dallas and Winnipeg and Colorado? Do you think so? No, I think if they were to make a move this year at the deadline, it would basically be kind of similar. Now, it's different, obviously, because these were waiver pickups for the most part. But like the Kapanen move, the Verona move, where it essentially jump-started their offseason a year ago, where they did that instead of going out to free agency. They could do something similar potentially at the trade deadline, where like maybe they trade for a Noah Hannafin and then re-sign him, extend him long-term, and then he becomes a part of that core that we're talking about. That's fair. And and I guess my question to you is, you know, Noah Hannafin's a really good example of an older... What's, Noah Hannafin, I'm guessing here, he's got to be about 28 now, 29. Yeah. Um, he's a very good player. Like, he's a really good player. He's, he's actually got 26, so he's years. younger. Oh, he's only 26. I'm sorry, he's younger than I thought. So he's certainly got seven or eight awesome seasons left in him. I really like the player, and he'd help you everywhere. In St. Louis, he'd help you in any town. So how are you going to get Noah Hannafin? You're going to get Noah Hannafin by giving up something really good and young. That's what Calgary's going to want. If they're trading Noah, if they're trading Noah Hannafin, they want young and good. They want, you know, your best guy who's under 23. That's what they want. So is St. Louis in a position to part with that player? Are you now just kicking a rebuild down the road if you're trading younger players for 26-year-olds? You know, and, and I'm going to ask you, if you get Noah Hannafin, you think there's a Stanley Cup in your near future? That's the question here that Doug Armstrong's asking himself. It's, it's an interesting uh, – th- they're trying to thread this needle, and yeah. it's a very difficult thing to accomplish. Hey, Mark, I, I apologize for all of the phone issues that we were having. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. Certainly going to be a compelling few years to figure out how Doug Armstrong finds a way to get through this. All the best to you and the fam. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. Yeah, all right. Thanks for having me.